0: Brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings.
1: And welcome back to another episode of The Real Estate Breakfast, available on iHeartRadio every morning and also on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your good podcast from. Well, look at that. The weekend rolled around pretty fast. It's Saturday morning, the 26th day for November for 2022. The property market is waiting for you today to go forth. And make today the day that it all happens or not. And if not, there is always next weekend. Hey, coming up this morning, we are on a serious note. We're going to be looking at the great Aussie refinance with Andrew Wheatley, who is somewhat a bit of a master of saving you money when it comes to getting the banks to cough up deals and savings for you, especially savings you hadn't thought of. And as always, it's a bit of a dive into the mortgage market and it comes, let's face it, it comes at a time that you need to be shopping around in the current marketplace with interest rate rises, household money of course is being put to the sword and we are not too far away from the last RBA rate rise which is coming up on the first Tuesday of December and thankfully it's going to be the last one for this year.
0: It's your weekend real estate breakfast, a serial sized podcast about what's happening in your local backyard every Saturday morning on the Real Estate Podcast.
1: And if you're celebrating your birthday for November the 26th, happy birthday, you're sharing your birthday with Rita Ora, who is turning 31, the singer. Another singer, haven't really heard a lot from her, Natasha Bedingfield, she is turning 40, and the grandmother of rock and roll, Tina Turner, she is turning 82 today, and who can ever forget the NRL, Simply the Best. campaign with Tina and it was also on this day back in 2003 the Concorde retired from service after 27 years of flights and this is a good one back in 1983, not that I condone bank robberies but there was a 26 million pound robbery that took place in a Brink Mat Warehouse at Heathrow Airport in London and the stolen gold diamond and cash had has never been recovered, which probably, in the thieves' minds, makes it a pretty successful heist.
0: We talk with leading property commentators, with analysis, predictions, forecasts and what's trending every morning from 630 It's the main centre forecast with PRD selling smarter every day.
1: All right, let's check on your Saturday's weather around the country. First, we go to Sydney, expecting partly cloudy skies. Should be mainly dry today. Twenty three is your forecast high. Expect a late shower or two in Melbourne. Twenty eight is your forecast high. Brisbane: the temperature is thirty four today. Blue skies and sunshine, and in Perth, good morning to you. Expecting also a mostly fine and sunny day and a high of 25 degrees.
0: We are just as addicted to property as you are. Every weekday morning from 6.30. It's your real estate podcast for breakfast.
1: Well, you don't need for me to tell you that mortgage interest rates have doubled in less than a year, and along with rising inflation, many Australian families are trying to find ways to reduce their spending. And the biggest expense for most households, unquestionably, is the mortgage. So, how does a household get into a position of saving money to pay the mortgage? Well, let's find out and look at how to negotiate with your own bank and where the best deals are to refinance. And someone who knows this all too well and can help you navigate this is Andrew Wheatley from Wheatley Finance, who, by the way, eats, breathes, and digests mortgages every waking hour. And a very good morning, Andrew. Welcome to the
2: Saturday morning real estate breakfast. Good morning, Craig. I'm just about to have my breakfast full of mortgages, apparently, to fill up my tummy.
1: Yeah, if anybody eats mortgages, it's got to be you. And I guess we're all looking forward to this summer's break and with it, plenty of barbecues. And I wonder how many Aussies this summer will be talking about and comparing around the barbecue interest rates, the dreaded interest rates, probably a lot. It is that time right now to be talking to your bank and asking for a discount or should you just
2: refinance somewhere else? Well, Craig, I hope we're gonna have plenty of barbecues down here in Melbourne, but uh, it's typical Melbourne, you know, rainy, then sunny, then windy, then rainy. Look, you're absolutely right about if you're looking to save money, you wanna start with the big stuff first, like pick the low hanging fruit. The mortgage is the biggest expense, getting a little bit off your mortgage, you're going to get much more benefit than trying to you know, save $5 on a, on a cup of coffee every so often. So it's definitely the best place to start. And if you're starting that process, the first thing you want to do is see if you can get anything off your existing mortgage. Now, that's probably not going to be the eventual answer, but it's where you want to start. The best place to start with that is by finding a deal in the marketplace. Because if you're gonna go back to your bank and ask for a discount, you have gotta have something to compare it to. So you don't need to do a ton of research, just pick a good looking deal that you've seen on TV or in the media and just have that in front of you when you call up your bank and say, look, I see what our rates are at the moment. We can see what other banks are offering. Really don't want to go. They're offering some cash and a better rate. What can you do? See what they'll offer you. If they offer to knock something off the rate or give you some cash, then take it. Okay, that's step one. That doesn't mean you still can't go and move somewhere else, but you've now established the best deal you're going to get from your current bank. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know how you can put
1: this, but people are quite shy when it comes to trying to do this themselves. This is where a mortgage broker like yourself sort of just takes all the agony, the pain. And the biggest thing is frustration out of the whole process.
2: Well, clearly I'm a bit biased here, Craig, in in saying that the mortgage brokers are the best way to go. We're talking about time here. You know, your time is the most valuable thing that you've got, you know, and as I get older, I more and more realize, you know, how important time is. If you can outsource a job that you don't really want to do and you're not an expert in it to someone else for free, I think it makes absolutely perfect sense to find a reputable mortgage broker who's going to go and do all of that stuff for you and basically just give you the answer and let you have your time back. You would hope that a professional who does this all the time, I certainly know in my business we do that they're going to get a better outcome than you without you spending the time and, and without any cost for you. So I agree 100%. But look, if you do want to do it yourself, then I guess follow that little recipe I gave you. That would be the starting point, And then you know where you're at with your current bank. Yeah, that key
1: thing, just to reiterate, of course, is that it is free. And the other thing is that it can be confusing searching for bank offers and trying to compare apples with oranges. Some have large cashbacks. You know, they're a great incentive, a greater enticement. And some have lower rates or fees. So how do you work out which
2: one is right for you? Look, I have a different way of going about it than most, and I'll I'll, I'll explain that. Whether you believe that banks treat their existing clients as well as they treat their new clients, do you get the same deal if you're an existing client as you do if you are new? Right? If you think they're going to give you the same deal if you've been there for two, three, five years as they give to a new person moving in, then I can save you a lot of time here. You just ring them up and, and whatever rate they offer you, accept it. Right? If you believe that, I don't. And I think most people who have a mortgage have seen that banks treat new clients way better than existing clients because that's where they make their money. If you believe that, then you should be looking at being a new client. So moving banks is where you're gonna get the best deal. But not only that, you wanna have a system to regularly become a new client and be refinancing more often. The Australian average is about seven years staying with a bank. I really think people should be moving two, three years tops, and that's where you're going to get a way, way better outcome. So new clients get the best deals, so you want to be a new client. The way I like to look at this is think about what banks want you to do and do the opposite. Banks want you to look at these as long-term deals, like which bank deal is going to be the best for me over the next 20 years. But if you've already decided that you don't want to stick with a bank for 20 years, that being more mobile is better and you're probably going to move every two or three years, then you actually want to compare the banks on who's going to give me the best deal in the short term. Now, and I like to look at it as over 12 months. Like you've got the interest rate you're offered from your current bank. Find some other banks with some decent interest rates. Also, get some banks in there with some good cashback offers. Instead of focusing on just the cashback or just the rate, with the combination of the two, which one am I going to be better off with for the next 12 months? Because in 12 months, I'm going to be reviewing this and at the most, I'm only be here for two or three years. So, for example, you might say, Bank A, on the interest rate, I'm going to be $500 better off over the next 12 months. But Bank B is going to give me a $4,000 cashback. So over the next year, I'm actually better off with bank B because while I'm going to pay $500 more in interest, they're giving me $4,000 worth of cash back. I'll take that and just review it in 12 months. That's how you get away from this sort of apples and oranges stuff. You just want to break it down to the cash. Which one of these is going to end up with more cash in my bank account a year from now? And that's the one that I would generally go with. Yeah. So,
1: Andrew, let's say that you've picked the right bank and now you have to actually move from your existing bank to another bank. And that's when people, I think, go, oh, no, this is going to be a pretty painful process.
2: But it doesn't need to be. It doesn't have to be that way, right? No, it doesn't. I mean, it's not going to happen by itself. OK, so you've got to do some work. What you're always weighing up is the work I've got to do worth the benefit I'm going to get. And if you've already worked out how much better off you're going to be over the next 12 months, then you can decide, is it worth putting the work in? A few tips that can save you a ton of time. Again, I'm super biased, but getting a mortgage broker to do most of the work for you is just the obvious one. The other things you can do to save time is you don't have to move your bank accounts when you move your mortgage. In fact, I would say the opposite. Banks want you to have your bank account, your credit card, your mortgage all in one place, because then if you're thinking about moving, it starts to feel too hard, right? But there's no rule that says you have to bank where you borrow. If you're happy where your bank accounts are, your pay's going in fine, or your direct debits are already set up, and then you want to move your mortgage to another bank, just move the mortgage. You'll probably move your savings to go across to the new offset account, but you don't have to move your basic transaction account. What that allows you to do is whenever you want, you can pick up your mortgage, auction it off to the highest bidder and just move it, but none of your day-to-day banking has to get affected. So all of a sudden it just doesn't feel so hard. So lots of little tips like that are the things that can just take the pain out of it for you because you don't want to like give up tens of thousands of dollars of benefit because you were worried about moving a bank account, you didn't even have to move.
1: Yeah, so true. And I've got to ask you this, you kind of touched on it earlier, but because a lot of Australians grapple with it, and that is how often
2: would you recommend that people review their mortgages? Uh, you need to do it every 12 months. When I say on average, you know, you want to be moving every two or three years, if you say look at the the clients I have, I've got a client who's in the last two years has gotten over eleven thousand dollars in cashbacks of moving of moving a mortgage, you know, as well as a, a discount every time we did it. That just happened to be what worked out for him. So you might refinance your mortgage then do it again one year later. And then you might not do it for three years and then two years and then one year. But on average, it should come out to around two or three years. The reason you wanna review it every year is you wanna be in control and making a decision about where's my loan at the moment? What's the best deal in the market? How much is it worth for me to move? And is that enough to be worth my time? Then you're gonna feel good because you know you've made a conscious decision and you'll find that on average, the answer to should I move or should I not, it'll be yes every two or three years.
1: All right, so there we go. There's plenty of information on this Saturday morning all about mortgages. Andrew knows a thing or two about them. Andrew, great to chat and look forward to talking in a couple of weeks' time. You too, Craig. See you then.
0: We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia, The Real Estate Podcast.